Welcome to another podcast. K Sports, Samson Kamani. You know how we do this. How what it goes. Do? NFL. But this time it's a bit different. Great ones back. Yeah, that's, that's me. What to do, baby. What's it's up, Bucko? And only. I mean, Marco. <laughs> hey, that was the one and only Marco injury. Fellow Kirkwood student. KSP. Co-host of the best podcast in the world. You know how I'm I back do. and better than ever. I mean, so good to see you, man. It's it's the middle of uh, semester, so everyone's a little tired. Snow on the ground. Mm-hmm. Feeling a little under the weather. So we're just going to go straight into sports. Hopefully my voice holds out. I'm already having voice cracks. <laughs> this is not starting out good. but <laughs> Yeah, look, got Caleb over there helping me out with the sound and the sound of my voice. All right, let's just go into some wide receivers. You know, I I was looking at some um, some tape, and, you know, I was like, we keep focusing on the quarterbacks. What if we look at the wide receivers? Look at that, like, maybe revise our list. Sure. Because this year, the top five uh, wide receivers has totally changed. We're used to, like, Antonio Brown. He's out of the league. Uh, used to, like, OBJ. He's totally underperforming. Um, I mean, we're used to the same guys over and over again. Julio Jones, he's been doing okay, but he hasn't been doing as great as normal. Mm-hmm. So we can look at some new guys. I think there's some fresh blood into wide receiver. No one's really talking about it. So the first one I got to go with is Cooper Cup. Now, Cooper Cup, mostly for the main reason why he's so high on the list is because of opportunities uh, to get it because uh, Jerry Goff, that offense, they just throw all the time. Um, but right now, um, he's second in the most uh, receiving yards, also second in targets, third in receptions, second in uh, yards after catch, second in touchdowns, first in 20-plus yard plays. So for him, uh, it's especially surprising that he is number one in big plays because that should be the guy on the other side, Brandon Cook's job as a speedy guy. But it seems like Cooper Cup is right now – um, get Jared Goff's favorite uh, target, especially when Jared Goff is throwing it 40, 30, 50 times a game. Your stats are going to go really high if you're the main guy getting right. thrown to. So, Yeah, uh, I agree with Cooper Cup. Had, what, 200-plus yards in receiving this last week? And yep. On top of, uh, what, one or two touchdowns? Career high. Yeah. And, yeah, go ahead and get into the next receiver. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't know. All right. Um. Next guy that I uh, got to go with is, um, let's see here, Chris Conley did played well this week uh, with the Jaguars. Uh, also, but DJ Shark is continuing to get those touchdowns, top seven in average yards, and still tied for first in uh, touchdowns. And also, they're not covering him well. He's second in 20-plus yards receiving plays. So, he's getting open, he's getting looks, uh, especially with, not Blake Bortles being the quarterback uh, mm. and having um, definitely a gunslinger like Gardner Minshew. It definitely uh, helps the stats. It's great to see talent. And um, I'm really happy to see young guys who people aren't really focusing on um, but are really important. And if you don't cover them, then, uh, yeah, they're going to make you pay. Um, also, Mike Evans, not getting enough respect. Probably a top five wide receiver. Uh, with 198 yards, two touchdowns, and that's with Jameis Winston throwing to him. And Jameis Winston right now is tied for fourth place with touchdowns, but also tied for first with Baker Mayfield with interceptions. So with an unreliable quarterback like that, being able to consistently get put up stats, that's pretty impressive. The Buccaneers' offense is kind of similar to the Rams. They throw it 40, 50 times of Winston, just like how – Goff throws the 40, 50 times, and with that, you're going to put up big numbers, and you're going to put up 
big interception numbers as well because there's more opportunity for it. So even though they're making Winston look good despite a five interception game, which is mostly his fault, yeah, um, and doesn't really have much to do with the the play call, I guess. But uh, despite five interceptions in one game, which is absolutely atrocious, 400 pass yards in a game, making Mike Evans look like a top five receiver, it's gonna come when you're again throwing 50 passes a game. Yeah, and then uh, probably the best wide receiver I have to say in the league right now. Uh, who do you think it is? Who do you think I'm picking as my best receiver? Mm. They're in the NFC. NFC. I don't even know, to be honest with you. It's it's tough. It is Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, really? Yeah, big target. He We already know he had the talent. He showed it last year. This last game had a hunt. He went 11 for 11, so 11 targets, and he caught all 11. Yes, it was Drew Brees but passing to him, but that was against – a Cardinals defense, which is weak, but that's still tough to be perfect on that many throws. 112 yards, one touchdown. He's first in receiving yards, first in yards per game. And here's the main thing. He's first in targets and first in receptions. Mm-hmm. So he's the best at being open yeah. because the quarterback's going to throw to him. And he's the best at catching the ball. And that's the point of the wide receiver. He's a fast guy. I mean, the intangibles and tangibles are there. I mean, looking at him, he looks like a fast guy. I mean, he has skinnier legs. I mean, you know, take it as where you leave it. He's just speedy guy, but he can change it up. He can go in the slot. He can be big also when he needs to. Uh, he has pretty wide arms. And trying to cover him right now, and he's in his prime, I think he's probably yeah. the toughest cover in the league. Julio Jones is close to that. Um, but right now the team isn't really winning, and that may not be his fault. But at the same time, he could uh, he also kind of affects it, so it's kind of hard to say between him and Julio Jones. But I gotta go with Michael Thomas right now. Yeah, I think or Michael Thomas hasn't had a great season by all means, but I mean, yeah, the targets, the receptions, they line up. He gets that big contract. He's in his prime. How well he played last year. He's the main guy in the Saints still. The run game isn't all there. They're giving it to Jared Cook in the in the red zone. But marching down the field, it's Drew Brees or Teddy Bridgewater and Mike Thomas a lot of the time. And then he gets open, like you said, and he's a top three receiver. And yeah. not not a wide receiver, but at yeah. receiving the ball, he can catch yeah. better than a lot of people in the league. So, I mean, it's going to happen. He's, he's the number one target. And I think they have actually have found the running with Latavius Murray. Uh, back-to-back weeks, I think, of 100 yards. This week, he got 100 yards and one touchdown. And I think that um, now that they have – even an average running back, but someone whose built body is built to run through the tackles, which they had with uh, Mark Ingram last year, offsetting that. Now Kamara is hurt probably because of running through tackles. His body is taking a harder hit than it's been used to. Um, yeah, no, but this so far it seems like the Saints have kept on rolling. They keep finding solutions, and that's why I have to pick them as the my probably the best team in the league right now because the Patriots have just had a ridiculous easy schedule. I mean, it's so ridiculous that right now that defense is only allowing one touchdown per game. Like, that's crazy. Even against really good offenses, if they were playing tougher teams, that stat would be way bigger, or there would be it wouldn't be that good. Uh, and I feel like if they weren't playing teams back-to-back weeks like Redskins, Jets, I mean, their record would probably be different. Now, that defense is historically great, um, but I think that uh, you definitely need to see more um, evidence on paper. A team that has shown evidence on paper is the 49ers Good segue. whopping the Panthers. Mm-hmm. Like, they're legit, oh dude. I told goodness. you they're legit. Don't sleep. 
52 to 13. 51. That is crazy. 51, 51 to 13. I can't read my Don't give him too much credit on National Tight Ends Day. <laughs> oh, but Nick Bosa showing up three sacks and an interception. A lineman getting an inch, a defensive end, mm-hmm. getting an interception. And there was like back-to-back plays where he was sacking uh, Kyle Allen and just shrugging. And they were like, well, I mean, I mm-hmm. guess this is how it's going to be. Um, at home, they, I mean, Tavon Coleman was running all over that defense, 11 carries, 105 yards, three touchdowns, averaging almost a first down was every it a, run. Was it a receiving touchdown then he had on top of that? Because he had four total, he had four touchdowns. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, he must have had a, I think he had a receiving touchdown on top of that. And then Mozart, 60 yards, one touchdown. I still don't trust Garoppolo, but maybe this team doesn't need him. Like, mm-hmm. It was looking like because this game when he he had two touchdowns, one pick, and that one pick was right to Luke Kuechly. Like Luke Kuechly yeah, was, was right on pass. that guy it was ba- on Kittle. Yeah, <laughs> on Kittle, and it was pretty obvious that it was going to be a pick. And I was like, okay, yeah. like obviously, it, it, if I was really, a quarterback, it would have been harder to read me. But it's really the defense. I yeah, mean, it's a t- it's easily ridiculous. a top two defense. Them and the Patriots are the undisputed best defenses in the league. Mm-hmm. They're holding it down now. I don't know how many defensive touchdowns they had that game. I don't even know yeah. if they had any. I don't think but, again, any. four touchdowns from Tevin Coleman. They have three above-average running backs in Coleman, Mostert, and and Breida coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been solid. I've had him on my fantasy team most, most of the year. And they they just been killing it in the run game. And then the defense is able to hold all the teams that they're facing to low scoring, which, yeah. which obviously helps because, as they say, defense wins championships. You're right. Offense sells tickets. It's happening for the Niners. And they're legit. They're undefeated. And their offense is based on running. So when it gets cold and teams are, like, freezing up, they can just run the ball down your throat and tire out teams. So they're definitely built for the postseason. Uh, they have a lot of momentum, I see. they When I watch them mic'd up after every week, I see that George Kittle really gets that team fired up. And they just mm-hmm. I think that they all trust one another. Yep. And that's something that's huge. Exactly. They all respect one another. They all love each other. And honestly, that's bigger than football. That's mm-hmm. that's how you win games is when you can all click and are on the same wavelength, I think. That's, that's how you win games. And that's true. Right now, they are the most fun team to watch. I mean, I've watched, like, probably 10 highlight to 10 highlight reels with, like, about 10 minutes each. And watching this one was the most fun. Like, I, it was like a breath of fresh air mm-hmm. because they're just so happy. They're young. They know what they're doing. And that's honestly a culture, which is why I got to pick Kyle Allen or Kyle Shanahan. Wrong mm-hmm. Kyle. Coach oh, my year. goodness. As a coach of the year right now. Sure. Because he's just, I mean, Frank Wright has done great things up there with Colts. I mean, him losing yep. his starting quarterback like a week before uh, the regular season. But San Francisco uh, being undefeated. I exactly. mean, it, I think they're the undisputed uh, pick. And I mean, obviously the Patriots are undefeated, but exactly. it's not as much of a surprise as the Niners coming in after being absolute trash mm-hmm. these last couple of years and for years prior exactly. before uh, Colin Kaepernick or, mm-hmm. or, or since Colin Kaepernick, yeah. excuse me. So, I mean, it. It's been a bumpy ride, and to just start off 7-0 like this, Kyle Shanahan, a young coach, it's pretty crazy. It is pretty crazy. McCaffrey still kept going, so don't don't worry. McCaffrey's still top uh, top running back, 117 yards, one touchdown. So uh, maybe running is a, one of their weaknesses on this uh, 49ers defense, but yeah, it is well, really Well, I think if you go it. up against McCaffrey regardless, yeah. being the, the best running back, uh, in the league, in my opinion, this season, and and being an MVP candidate, going up against McCaffrey, regardless, they're gonna they're gonna have to let up some. But I mean, I, I think it was the week before mm-hmm. McCaffrey only had like thirty nine rush yards and like ten receiving yards. I don't know what happened there, but I mean, yeah, the Niners' defense is great, but McCaffrey being McCaffrey, he's gonna do his thing when healthy. So, so I didn't quite completely explain to you this before the show, but 
Remington did want to come on to defend his Colts, mm-hmm. who almost lost to your team. Sure. So I'm going to call him real quick. The uh-huh. ringer does something where they, like, have some, have their assistant call the person. So yeah. it's my, you know, trying something it's new. Something new. So, Go um, ahead and hit up the call real hey quick. Hey, Siri, call Remington. Oh, and it's not even Siri. It's some Russian. It's, what it's, the hell? What is that? No, it's Remington. Yeah. yeah, Siri. Let's see if he picks up. All right. Stick it. Stick the phone right there. There, yeah, I was gonna say. You there? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> what it do, Remington? Am I on? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Loud and clear. Are we clean. going? Yeah, we're going. We're about to talk smack about your Colts. Oh, bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> so right now our main topic is wide receivers, and uh, T.Y. Hilton hasn't been the greatest as of late. Uh, this last game, 54 yards, two receptions. So um, what do you have to say for yourself? Well, if you want to look at the stats, I guess T.Y. Hilton's not been that great. But you've seen production from the other receivers on the Colts as well. You've seen Pascal step up. Um, but you see T.Y. Hilton, he comes up big in the clutch because you saw that Broncos game. Like, you, we all saw that catch, right? That was, like, the best play of the year. <laughs> okay. Escape Von Miller and threw that pass to Hilton. That I guess that, that, that was a really good catch. Yeah, that, that I feel like that more legitimizes your quarterback and Brissett, who still had a fumble, but that was I, – I thought that was a safety when I was watching that. Um, no, I think you guys got lucky on that one. I'm not even going to respond to the fact that you just said we got lucky. Mm. <laughs> oh, come on. Broncos fan over here, Remington. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, you know I'm a Broncos fan. You guys definitely got lucky. You've won all games this season within, like, what, three points or something Yeah, seven like points. Seven points? Within seven one points. One score. That's what they I said. Don't, I don't think Jacoby Brissett's balance and lower body strength is luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but st- still, you guys got to be like, you got to blow out some teams sometime to be an actual contender, like at home and against get, the Broncos. And to convince us fans that you guys are legit. Exactly. I mean, the Niners just won 51 13. We were just t- touching base on the Niners, Remington. No, you're right, because uh, their best win so far is obviously against the Chiefs and Brissett through for like 185 yards in that game. So there's going to have to be a point this year where he proves that he is, without a doubt, one of the top quarterbacks in the league. And that's probably going to have to come against either the Texans. They play the Texans on Thursday night in a couple of weeks. And they play the Saints week 15, I think, on Monday night. So one of those two games, if he's awesome, he can really catapult himself up into, like, the top seven or eight. All right. Heard it here first. Yeah, heard it here first from <laughs> Remington. Anyway, thanks for coming on, man. Oh, thanks for having me. I always want to talk Colts. Oh, yeah. All right. We'll see you around. Peace out. All right. Thank you. All right, well, that worked just as planned. Yeah, that went well. Holy cow. Remington's right. got a lot to say about the Colts. We could probably do a Colts podcast and just talk <laughs> about the Colts for two hours a day. I believe it. Um, but I am a man of my word, so we have to go into Sam Darnold. I ain't hiding away Always. from it. I ain't hiding. Don't hide away from Sam Darnold. Don't right sleep up here. on Sam Darnold's poor play. <laughs> he Don't had sleep on it. Eight sacks, um, oh. <laughs> but he had two touchdowns, okay? 218 yard and three interceptions. But you know, three interceptions. Seven interceptions in two weeks. Eight turnovers. Oh my! <laughs> and he's a top 20 quarterback. In Come your on. Game? Okay. And they're well, losing games. This okay, but the that this one I gotta admit, Sam Darnold did choke. 
Um, it it is kind of interesting to see they didn't run the ball almost at all. Like they didn't. It was like nine carries, twenty three yards. I think was Le'Veon Bell, and they're in fact were looking to even trade him. So I'm I don't know what the Jets are doing right now. Are they like trying to tank? Are they trying to get better? At this point, they should probably try and tank. I think once you hit week eight and you're absolute trash, or you're not certain whether you're going to make the playoffs or not, then just tank. Tank for Tua. Tank for Jalen Hurts. I don't know. Tank for anybody. Just don't even try. Because come playoff time, if you're uncertain on whether or not you're going to make the playoffs, come playoff time, you're going to get blown out of the water. I that's mean, that's true. that's simple math. So at this point in the season, we're midway through. Figure out what you're going to do. Are you saying Either Tua is better no than holds Sam Darnold? Two is better than Sam Darnold. Either what? no holds bar. I don't know. Dude's not even <laughs> playing an NFL game. Either <laughs> no holds bar. Give it all you got. Put give it. I mean, put everything out there. Leave it out on the field. Everyone that's injured, screw it, play him. Torn ACL, get out on the field. We're trying to make the playoffs. Or everyone that has a torn ACL be like, you're good. We don't care that Tom Brady is hurt for the rest of the season. We're going to tank, you know, just for example. Yeah. Figure it out. Sam Darnold yeah. and the Jets, trade Le'Veon Bell because it's hurting his legacy. So open up some cap room for this offseason to bring in a big name that's like true. Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. But in this case, or in, in, in next season, figure it out. Actually win games. Don't bring on Le'Veon Bell and ruin his legacy. And just waste cap because you bring in Le'Veon Bell on what a sixty million dollar contract. Mm-hmm. I can't remember, right? I can't, yeah. Um, I and then up. you and then you win one or two games. Yeah. That's not how that should work out. So trade Le'Veon Bell That's and true. get a first round pick and get a playmaker or either or. Yeah. And use that cap that you would uh spent on Le'Veon Bell to then restart and try this whole process again. Mm. Sam Darnold's still young. As much as I hate on him, he can stick around. He's, what, 23, He'll 24? Yeah. He, he can figure out. He's got a few years to figure it out yet. The defense is looking solid. When healthy, the defense is there. That's Don't true. trade Jamal Adams. There were rumors yeah, that they were going to no, get rid of him. That's a big up. I think that should he should stick around. He's in his prime. He's a top three, top four safety in yeah. the league. He's a big hitter. Mm-hmm. Him and C.J. Mosley on that defense is, exactly. is intimidating, exactly. at least, mm-hmm. is intimidating if you're lining up. So the, the Jets – they look fine on paper, mm-hmm. but really they need to blow it up a little bit on yeah. the offensive side of things and bring in, say, a good receiver, tight end, halfback mm-hmm. next offseason while also getting rid of Bell. Figure out that offense. Get Sam Darnold comfortable. Get rid of Mono. Defense is there. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. That's what I was saying, the same thing about Von Miller earlier in the season. But you guys, Broncos, have figured that out, so I guess – I guess you can leave it there for now. Yeah, now Flacco out four to six weeks. We haven't really figured out. I think what we should figure out is that we just need to tank for two as well. Uh, <laughs> Are you just saying everyone just tank? For I mean, two if if you like, if you aren't gonna make the playoffs or if you're skeptical skeptical about making the playoffs, tank for Tua, because again, I'm gonna reiterate myself here. If you don't know if you're gonna make the playoffs or not, or if you're in a situation where you're like, well, we probably will, yeah, then you're gonna lose in the playoffs. Here, I'll give you, I'll give you teams, and you tell me if they should tank for two wins. Okay. Redskins. Yes. Um. Quick fire. Quick. Okay. Quick fire. Falcons. Ah, uh, well, but that's a team. Is Matt again. Ryan. He's they should tank for two. But that's the thing is they have, what do they have? Three wins. Uh, they have one. No, the Falcons don't have just one win. What kind one of analyst am I? 
What kind of analyst am I? Then yes, they should take him to it. <laughs> I thought the Falcons had three wins. Even with Matt Schwab putting up 460 yards, wow, they still have one. The Falcons have one win. win. And that's the main reason yeah, why they I was saying Julio Jones was like, eh. But that's the thing is it's hard to tank for Tua when yeah. you have a team like the Dolphins who's not going to win a game all year. They're going to get the first pick. The and they're going to draft Tua. Yeah, they almost beat the Steelers. <laughs> but they're going to draft Tua. So tank for the second pick. Falcons, yes. I didn't realize that they only had one Damn. win. Should but the teams Bears like, take for Tua? Mm, it would be nice if they could bring in Tua because that's what they need as a quarterback to help out that team because obviously the defense is a monster and is just waiting to get that momentum back just like how the Niners have. They don't have a monster defense. But – Again, they all love each other. They all trust each other. Yeah. And that's what makes it click. Now, Bears have how many wins? Uh, they're three and four right now. See, that's a perfect example for me to bring this up. A team with three wins yeah. could finish three and 13. That's true. That is a top five pick easily. Mm-hmm. That's not so much tank for Tua unless he falls. I'm yeah. not saying Tua is a guaranteed number one pick, but yeah. the Dolphins He's would be dumb. Close. The Dolphins close. would be dumb to not draft Tua. Yeah. Um, Bears, in my, in my opinion, three and four. They could still win out. Yeah, they could be twelve and four. Mm-hmm. Figure it out. I, I'm saying I don't know about uh, who they were thinking of trading because I was hearing they're trying to trade for a quarterback, and I'm like, I don't. It's not that easy to just pick I, up and trade. I think I think maybe they bring in a legendary offensive lineman this offseason. Oh, and get rid of Trubisky and the first round pick and bring in a young quarterback, Josh Rosen. Not anybody but him. Sam Darnold? I would bring in Ryan Fitzpatrick. Now, what? Now, Over I, Josh I know Rosen? that that's not a young quarterback and he's not worth the first-round pick, but since you brought up Josh Rosen, it reminded me of a man that used to go by the name of Fitzmagic. That is... Two weeks? Three weeks? That is... Five weeks? On, on, five on weeks. a daily basis. That was four or five weeks. On any given day, almost. If you, if oh you, if you have a 1,000 Ryan Fitzpatricks, 700 of them are going to be insanely average. <laughs> and Josh Rosen, if you have a 1,000 Josh Rosens... 700 of them are going to be absolute crap, for lack of a better word. I don't know about that. But let's keep it PG-13. Josh Rosen's terrible. He's terrible. (laughs) You did. You stopped going (laughs) to Rosen. Rosen's got hope, bro. I believe in him. Okay, let's keep doing quick for uh, Giants. Oh, Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes, Dimes, he might be back. He gave us a glimpse of being back. Yes, they should tank for Tua, though. No, 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 not not tank for Tua. Excuse me, I kind of got ahead of myself. Tank in general. Tank in general, yes, because again, a top five pick is is still good. I mean, it's, that that is true. It's not just Tua in this draft class. Bengals? We have seven rounds and two hundred fifty three picks. I think two hundred fifty three, two hundred fifty six. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. You said Bengals. Yes, they're zero and eight. They're they 0-8. have to tank for Tua. They have to. Oh, what if the Bears traded for Andy Dalton? Is he better than Trubisky? Oh, there we go. That would work. I think Andy Dalton, all he needs is a good coaching staff and mm-hmm. a good offensive coordinator, a good QB coach or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, just give him a whole a whole sidelines worth of, of coaches that and, and confidence. Yeah. Give him a team that he knows is going to help him win some games. I think he's the poor man's Alex Smith. Like, he's, he's a poor just, man's Alex Smith. He's just average, and he, ain't, he isn't going to get you. At the beginning of the season, he was a top-five quarterback, in my opinion. Now, again, give him some confidence, put him on a team like the Bears who have a defense that will back him up, who has a receiving core that can – that's similar to the Bengals, honestly. Mm-hmm. They uh, went with A.J. Green hurt because the Bears don't have anyone like A.J. Green. Mm-hmm. But with A.J. Green hurt, Bengals' wide receiving core is similar to the Bears. Mm-hmm. I mean, put Andy Dalton in the Bears' system, I think that he'll, he'll thrive more than he is in Cincinnati. But, again, Cincinnati is a town of, of unpopular foods, of absolute, absolutely terrible foods. That's what they're known for. So – that might be it. It might be the foodies. Wait, Go to Chicago. Foods? What foods are horrible in Cincy? Uh, that's the thing is you don't know about them because they're so bad. No one knows. What? About them. 
No, seriously, they're really? you, they're they're really known for absolutely terrible foods. All right, we'll but fact check put Andy Dalton to Chicago, give him a deep dish style pizza. He might throw for 400 yards a game. That's true. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. That is what I'm trying to I tell you. you about. Yeah, and he did. I think he, he like Alex Smith, might realize that his time is ticking. And yeah. so he might he, better. Again, he wasting better his start, legacy in Cincinnati. 0-8, getting benched. You exactly. know your time's up. Demand a trade. Get out of there. They're going to tank for Tua. Yeah. And that, and Tua would be great because they just benched Andy Dalton halfway through the season. Should so your team fight tank for Tua? The Broncos have, what, two wins? Yep, two and six. <sighs> I don't want to see us tank, but at the same time, we're not going to tank for Tua because, again, that's too many wins. Too, yeah. too many. Too, 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 too many, many wins. Too you have to have zero wins to tank for Tua. <laughs> you have to have this race. At, race is at, you have to have one or two wins to tank. That's if you have three wins, figure it out. If you have four, five, six wins, figure it out. Yeah. If you have seven plus wins, you're going to win, mm-hmm. and, you're, and that's going to happen. You're going to win in the playoffs. Uh, but, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. The Broncos, I, I – I hope they tank, but I mean, I mean, I don't hope they tank, but I mean, if we finish with a top five pick, I wouldn't be mad. You know what I'm saying? Because like right now, I want to see us win. Yeah. But come draft time, I hope that we have a top five pick. It's weird to it's weird yeah. to say out loud, but in my head, it makes sense. Because Who, who's you, who's your starting quarterback now? Joe Flacco's out. It's some second year dude because it's supposed to be Drew Locke. Oh yeah, but he was, was hurt, Drew. and now he's come out and said that he's ready to play. But now we have. What happens to Paxton? Some Allen. Some Allen. No, we traded or we cut him last year. Oh, really? Beginning of last year. But it's some Allen or some other tall quarterback. Yeah. All right. Well, of a quarterback that I did get a ride on, Mariota is kind of out of town. Tannehill showing up had 193 yards, two touch, three touchdowns on the Bucks, who have a pretty good line. And uh, right now it's looking like it's Tannehill from now on out. Um, I'm surprised Mariota didn't get traded either. I mean, he's on the bench. You might as well trade him, mm-hmm. get some picks. So uh, if I was the Bears, I'd probably try for him too. I mean, he might Definitely. be average, but he might be better than Trubisky. You never know. Yeah, Mariota's just wasting his time in Tennessee. He's not going to win any game. Tennessee's not going to win for a long time. And yeah. They're, they're not going to win big for a long time. Tannehill looking solid. I said in a couple of podcasts ago that Tannehill was looking above average mm-hmm. when he had came back from injury, or what, right before that injury. In Miami, his last year in Miami, he looked at least average. Yeah. He looked like he was trying yeah. to actually start to win some games. He's a good fit in Tennessee. With Mariota on the bench, you're wasting money. Yeah. You're wasting Mariota. Mariota's wasting life. So demand a trade, demand a release, whatever it is. Go to Chicago. Go to Cincy. Figure it out. Pretty much. That might be the title of this episode. You can do whatever you want, Samson. Figure it out. <laughs> Figure it out. All right. Uh, you want to just jump right into predictions? Go ahead. All right. First game tonight, 49ers at Cardinals. 49ers. Yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty obvious. Easy. Uh, hopefully, Kyler Murray doesn't get injured because of Nick Bosa chasing him for the 10th time. But, you know, I, uh, I definitely want to see if Chase Edmonds comes back. Their run game with Chase Edmonds has been really good, even better than David Johnson as of late. So uh, we'll have to see if Chase Edmonds can play better in that game. Uh, Texans at Jaguars. Texans. Oh, you're going with the Texans on this yep. one? Trigger finger reaction right Trigger there. finger reaction. I don't have anything written down. I'm going no notes this entire podcast. The first time Off I've probably dome. ever done this. Off the dome. Hit me with Texans versus Jaguars. I'm going to tell you Texans. Because, I, I understand. Because I they're in my playoff bubble. You know oh, what I'm the saying? Texans? The Jaguars are not. They're the Texans outside. are definitely making the playoffs. Like. The, yes, exactly. And the Jaguars at this point just aren't good enough. They, okay. they Texans have a lot of star game. power. 
and they've been That's looking true. solid these last. Even though Willie Deshaun Sneed Watson has been, has been hurt, MVP though. candidate, Snead has been hurt, but yeah, the Texans have started to get a running game, and um, yeah, you're right, they have. Even though Watson has started to become pressured in the last game against the Raiders, so again though, because it's the, not a surprise throughout the, the first six games of the year. Deshaun was just waiting to get hurt because of the O line, exactly. and somehow they've kicked their. They've let the and coaching staff has lit a fire under the offensive line, but so here we'll we have go. to see. The Jags just had eight sacks on Sam Darnold, so Ooh. they better keep an eye they on. They might have to figure that out. Yeah, <laughs> Bears at Eagles, probably Bears at Eagles, Eagles. I, in Philadelphia. Tough. Bears have been struggling. Eagles come off a big win against Buffalo. I'm gonna go with Philadelphia. Yeah, I gotta go with Philly on this one. Um yeah, just honestly a gut feeling. I I feel like Philly, even if they're down, they're gonna come back. They usually find some way to come back. So yeah. uh I gotta go with Philly, even if it is a really good game. Uh Vikings at Chiefs. Ooh. Um I think this one um really depends on whether Mahomes plays. Uh but I think I think the Chiefs do have a way to win if Mahomes doesn't play. If that defense is able to pressure um uh what's his face? Kirk Cousins and doesn't let Dalvin Cook run all over us. I feel like we could probably make some noise, and I feel like the secondary can get a couple of turnovers. Um, Dalvin Cook will probably put up 100 yards, but if we're able to get a more, one or two more possessions than the other team and Matt Moore doesn't make any mistakes, I mean, there's just so many weapons that are all healthy, like besides uh, Mahomes, that if he just doesn't do anything dumb and hits bubble screens and they pull up, get uh, yak it up, I think the, the Chiefs could probably win this game, so I got to go with them. I think it's it's close to a coin flip. If not, it, it probably could be the coin flip of the week. I haven't really looked through the games that much. Yeah, but it it could be the coin flip of the week. Matt Moore has been solid for the for Kansas City this year, uh, coming in with Mahomes being hurt, obviously. But I'm going to go with NFC Offensive Player of the Month, Kirk Cousins, and oh. his Minnesota Vikings taking this W in Kansas City. And Kirk Cousins has found Stephon Diggs, so if we're not able to cover Finally. him deep, it's it's going to be tough. Yeah, I don't know where Stephon was. I don't. Kirk Cousins going to see him. Now he finds him. Now he's Offensive Player of the Month for NFC. That's all they needed. I expected Kirk Cousins to Stephon Diggs multiple times this year for multiple touchdowns, but it just took him a little bit. He had to find him. He was hiding. He was in the stands. (laughs) All right. uh, Next game is the Colts at Steelers, and Steelers almost lost to the Dolphins. Mm -hmm. I I saw that game, and I was like, they better not lose. If the Colts continue their streak of only winning by – seven points or less this game against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I'm gonna be disappointed in the Colts and they're gonna have a lot and I hope Remington listens to this. They're gonna they're gonna fall in my power rankings because oh, okay. they already have. Last week or going into their game against the Broncos, mm-hmm. I thought Colts were an easy top ten team. Then they play like that and I hear the stat that they've only won and they've every won every they've single won. game by seven or less. Yes. So uh, so that's that's a little hard to hear. That is. And that's a little disappointing. But I'm going to pick the Colts. I think it's an easy pick here. But, again, mm. the way they've been looking, the way they've been playing, it, it's it's a little sketchy. It's a little suspect. But I'm going to pick the Colts. Even if the Steelers at home, um, that game against the Dolphins really shook me because I'm like, you really are letting the Dolphins, like, be ahead of you by, like, multiple scores. Mm-hmm. So I got to go with the Colts at home. Jacoby Brissett has been on fire. I mean, this man's is Oh, right it is now. Indianapolis? It is in Indianapolis? Oh, no, no, no. It, oh, is, okay. in, it is in Pittsburgh. You're okay, right. I was going to say, if it's in yeah. Indianapolis, it's going to be a blowout. Yeah. It's in Pittsburgh. They're going to win. But, again, yeah. according to the stats, I think it will be much. another game that's ten, seven or less, a touchdown or less. So I got to go with the Colts, though. Marlon Mack continues to run all over defenses. So 
Next game, I think Sam Darnold finally gets a win. Jets at Dolphins. Probably a lot. Only beat week. the Cowboys. Ooh, the Jets? Yeah. Yeah. With Sam Darnold. You said finally gets a win. But yeah, I'm going to oh, beat the Jets. Well, obviously. finally, since his return from Mono, he gets his. Well, he first beat the win. Cowboys in his. One of his, in his oh, when he like threw all in his first yeah, game back, right. he beat the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm gonna obviously pick the Jets here mm-hmm. against the worst team in the league against Tank for two with Dolphins. Obviously going with the Jets. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. They, there's not much else to be said. Uh, Redskins at Bills. Uh, I feel like that's another no-brainer. No-brainer. Uh, I'm going with the Bills. I feel honestly, I don't. I th- you got to think about it. take a step that's back. True. Let's it take is, a step this back. one. Kind of, I got a whiff of something when all you right. said, when you said this out loud. The Redskins, I've told you all year, mm-hmm. they're not bad. Their record what? shows that they're bad. But honestly, the Redskins aren't that. They just can't figure it out with Let's the coaches. Let's look up their schedule. Jay Gruden is screwing it for him. He's gone now. I, and, and, and he screwed it for him, I should say. Yeah. They can't figure out the coaching. They can't figure out the front office. They have the worst president in the entire – or the worst, worst owner president worst in the too. entire National Football League. I don't know his name, but I know he's absolutely horrible because I've only known the Redskins as absolutely terrible their entire franchise. Sean Taylor and poor football play is all I've known the Redskins for. The Redskins this year aren't bad aside from the record. And their games. Case Keenum, Terry McLaurin, or whatever is the re- receiver's name, mm-hmm. AP, Chris Thompson. Offense looks solid. Mm-hmm. O-line looks solid. Yeah. They don't have Trent Williams. He's holding out. They're yeah. going to get rid of him. They're going to bring in a first-round pick or a playmaker. Defense, eh, that's where it is. <laughs> but but they, they're not bad. I don't want to say they're bad. They're a bad team. They're a bad team. I'm sorry, I just, But I'm going to pick the Bills. They lost to the Giants through 24-3. to Okay, like Their only win is against the Dolphins by one point. Now, yes, they have played tough teams like the Cowboys, Eagles, Bears, Patriots. Uh, 49ers. So yeah, I give it to you. They've had a tough schedule. They've yeah. had a tough go of it. But when they when they've played against a bad team, they've played badly as well. So and so far, Dwayne Haskins played horribly. Uh, Case Keenum has been like average at best. Right. Um, it would be interesting to see this offense if and when Alex Smith comes back. If he comes back this year, uh, if he comes, hopefully. and not this year, it won't be this year. Yeah. I literally a couple weeks ago, he couldn't even walk straight. He was oh, really? he was still walking like. He his injury is still affecting yeah. him. So so it will be interesting to see this offense under uh, Alex Smith, and hopefully they get a pick or two to fix up their defense. But I think this is a team that's two years away, one or two years away from being an average. That's what team I'm saying. Right they're they're almost there. But not right they're now. Kicking. Not they're right kicking. Now. They're treading water. They're treading water. All right. Uh, next game is the Titans at Panthers, mm. which I like Tannehill, but I gotta go with Panthers on this one. Panthers in Carolina. Christian McCaffrey. That's all I got to say, Christian McCaffrey. I'm picking the Panthers. Yeah, I've got to go with the Panthers, too. Uh, Lions at Raiders. Probably the two teams that like to make games interesting and sometimes win it. Um, These are two teams that are are a a little suspect. Yeah, exactly. You got to watch out for these two teams. Exactly. It's in Oakland. It's going to be tough. I'm gonna pick the you know what I'm gonna pick the Raiders since it's in Oakland. I the Lions definitely have a shot. This probably might be my coin flip of the week yeah. actually. Uh, but yeah, these are two teams you gotta watch out for. These are teams that can beat good teams, but also lose to a very bad team the next week. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Raiders because it's in Oakland. Definitely could see the Lions taking it though. Um, it mostly I think this game mostly depends on how healthy Josh Jacobs is and how well he's playing. Uh, but I gotta go with the Raiders. Uh, their Josh Jacobs, as I said, he's been running really well. That defense has been motivated, and the Lions right now they have been inconsistent. Uh, Matt Stafford though has been lighting it up. His wide receivers, 
are still giving me problems in fantasy. I'm telling you, I'm still losing Kenny games. Galladay's elite. I'm telling you, Kenny Galladay, Galladay is making elite Marvin plays Jones, left and right. It's it's kind of ridiculous. So I could see the Raiders being blown out in this game, but I got to go with the Raiders. Uh, I think the run game is just more consistent. Uh, and then Bucks at Seahawks. Bucks at Seahawks. Easy Seahawks pick here. They've been too hot for a team like the Buccaneers at this point in the season to take a W, especially the way the Buccaneers have been playing these past couple of weeks. Five interceptions in one game from Winston. We'll, we'll bring it up again because it's absolutely terrible. Bro. Russell Wilson, MVP candidate. The offense is kicking. Yeah. The defense is solid. I'm picking Seahawks in Seattle. So I think Jameis Winston does this thing where he's like bad for three games and then he's good for one. And I think mm, this is the game he has he's been good on a bit of a pattern. Again. Exactly. But Seahawks in Seattle and I against that it. offense, I believe it. The James Seahawks do like to win by, in, in close games. Mm-hmm. They 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 don't like to blow out teams. That's I true. They most of their wins have come within like one score. Mm-hmm. Um, and I this think, and this is a team, the Buccaneers, exactly. that are going to throw it fifty times, and they're going to Mike Evans is going to probably score two touchdowns mm-hmm. this game, and that secondary is pretty it's bad. Probably like, going to be like thirty three to three. But I'm going to pick the Seahawks. Yeah, the Seahawks have a pretty bad secondary. They let up one of the most um, pass yards in the league. And uh, I feel like Jameis Winston is due for a good game. It is on the road in Seattle, so it's going to be cold. But I think Jameis gets it done. Um, Some Seahawks have been showing once in a while. They do stutter. That often stutters. So uh, I got to go with the Buccaneers on the road. Uh, and then Packers at Chargers. Uh, I got to go with A-Rodge on this one. Easy pick. Warm I'm going with the Packers. Chargers, Chargers have been absolutely terrible as of late, to be honest yeah. with you. Aaron Rodgers is looking like an MVP. Packers are clicking big time. The mm-hmm. defense is kind of slowing down. I'm yeah. not going to lie to it's you. Not as, but they're yeah. still there, especially against this Chargers team this week. I'm going mm-hmm. with the Packers in the easy win. Yeah, we'll be, hopefully uh, Devontae Adams isn't – I think he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, Rodgers will have some actual other options to throw to besides Aaron Jones, which is interesting to see that even if it was one guy, Aaron Jones was dominating uh, in his last game, both on, in the air and on the ground, which I uh, give a shout-out to him. But, yeah, because even though it seemed like they, the, Matt LaFleur didn't know if he wanted to go with Jamal Williams or Aaron Jones, but now that they have figured that out, they figured out who their stars are, who has more talent, and then with Devontae Adams coming back, maybe a big three in Green Bay. We'll have to see this week. Um, yeah, I definitely see them beating the Chargers, who have been known for choking. Um, right now, they definitely don't look nearly as good as last year. And, uh, yeah, I don't I don't mind them taking another L. It makes it easier for us Chiefs at the top. And Browns at Broncos. Could yeah. see an upset here. Oh, no Joe Flacco. And Ojo Flacco hasn't been great. He hasn't really been the reason why we're winning. We've won two games. Um, and it really wasn't a big part of keeping it close versus the Colts. It really was the defense. Yeah. And the running game hasn't looked bad. Royce Freeman, Phillip great Lindsay. power back. Philip Lindsay, honestly great at shifting back and forth. He's a great – A lot of talent. Great uh, – he's very shifty. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted to say. And and honestly, he hasn't. He ain't bad. If you watch mm-hmm. him, I know the numbers aren't really all there this season, especially compared to last year's. Yeah. But he's not all that bad. And when we got Royce Freeman to go and pound it through for on a third and one or mm-hmm. third and two, that's great. Defense is looking solid. Hopefully, we don't trade Chris Harris like we said we were. Yeah. But with this backup quarterback, I'm gonna have to pick the Browns. I know the all Browns right. have been terrible. I know they've been trash, and I know I'm picking against my Broncos. But something's telling me the Browns are going to take this one because Broncos are just I, – I know it was a close matchup last yeah. week against Indianapolis, but with that backup quarterback, I think the Browns are – they're just too fed up. They're yeah. going to take this one. Yeah, if Joe Flacco was playing this game, it would be a lot harder to pick. 
But I do have to go with the Browns, even though Mayfield loves to throw them picks. Uh, and hopefully they figure it out this week uh, on the road. Uh, Nick Chubb, probably if they run the ball often with Nick Chubb over this defense. I mean, the Broncos still have a pretty strong uh, secondary. But uh, that run, that D-line, especially with Bradley Chubb hurt, is a bit weak. So I got to go with the Browns with this one on the road. Patriots at Ravens. Maybe their first L. Could be in Baltimore. And if Lamar and that offense can really step up and, and slow down that defense, that's mm-hmm. that's the big thing. Tom Brady has, hasn't played great, yep. hasn't even played good, to be honest with you, yeah, for true. most of the season. He's had a lot of poorer games. It takes a lot him of a couple average drives games. to warm up. And – uh, I, I think if, if, if Lamar and that offense is really clicking, it's going to be bad for the Patriots, and this could be the first L. But I'm going to go safe. I'm going to pick the Patriots. All right. Well, the thing with the Patriots' game plan is their defense plans to stop one part of your offense and make sure it's completely shut down. And I think the problem, though, with uh, in this game is there's so many options. I mean, Lamar can run it easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can throw it not as easily. And then they have also a run game. So I feel like with all those three options, it's going to be tough, uh, especially on the road. Um, and I got to go with the Ravens on this one. I feel like Brady has he has been okay. He hasn't been great so far. That defense has the Ravens' defense hasn't shown too much. So I wouldn't quite bank on that but uh it would it would be really nice it's gonna be great to see um lamar having a historically great season on the ground and uh that defense being historically great as well um both putting up ridiculous stats um it'll be like an unstoppable force what's that phrase uh unstoppable force meeting an immovable object oh yeah gonna gonna be interesting to see but i think with the ravens on the road that loud crowd and the Patriots uh, maybe getting a little complacent. I don't think they're going 16-0. and And this, is this besides the game against the Chiefs, is probably going to be one of the next few times that they're going to play against a really good team. So I got to go with the Ravens uh, on the road or at home with the crowd. And then last game, Monday night, got the Cowboys at the Giants. Easy pick. Even though Cowboys Danny have been Dimes. a lot slower. Yeah, that's true. Danny Dimes or Daniel Jones, has had a glimpse of Danny Dimes this last week. Saquon's back. Yep. Correct me if I'm wrong. Saquon's back. Yeah, I think he should be. Uh, Golden Tate. Oh, he he plays for – yeah, he plays for the mm-hmm. Giants. He's looked solid, at least. Mm-hmm. Defense obviously isn't there. The Giants really aren't there at all. But yeah. they have a couple of playmakers that will get it done, and they'll, they'll put up some decent numbers here and there. I'm going to play it safe and pick the Cowboys. But the Giants, really, mm-hmm. they, they look like the favorite, to be honest. Cowboys going into this game, as opposed to these last few weeks, are almost the underdog, especially being on the road. They, they've they been slow, and they can't figure out the problem. It honestly isn't Dak. I, I said it in the last podcast that I was on. What is it, Cowboys fans? If it isn't Dak, if it isn't Zeke, if it isn't the defense, then it's, it's the coaching. Jason Garrett. Just like in Washington. The play looks fine. It doesn't look bad at all. It looks like they, they can win some games. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's Jason Garrett. That's true. So the Cowboys have a lot to lose, mm-hmm. and this this is a big game for them. I'm gonna play it safe and pick the Cowboys as much as I'm saying that they're probably gonna lose. But yeah. I'm gonna pick the Cowboys because the Giants are just too bad. But again, Giants have the opportunity to take this win. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. So the Cowboys kind of need this game because right now in their conference, it's them at four and three, and then the Eagles at four and four. Uh huh. And uh, the Giants can get this win. They'll be three and six. So 
I mean, it they won't they could be in the mix. I mean, they're not going to make the playoffs, but they could be threatening that top spot. So not only would they by losing this game, not only the Cowboys get uh help out the the Giants on the other side, but also help out the Eagles. So this is definitely an important game. It's kind of a win now. And uh, it's starting to get to that time of year where you start thinking about, are you going to make the playoffs? Because, like, once you start getting those one, two, three-game leads, it's they're starting to pull away. So I think this is a must-win for the Cowboys. And I think that they will win this game even if the Giants will. I don't think the Giants will just hand the game over. I think the Cowboys will have to earn it. But with Ezekiel Elliott playing well these last few weeks, got to go with the Cowboys at on the road or at home. They're on the road. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, got any other topics? That's about all I got. Like I said, didn't have any notes. Yeah. Wasn't like I wasn't prepared. I was ready going into today. I was sitting here when you came in. Yeah. You can vouch for me. Yeah. But, I mean, I was looking through the score and NFL news and, and stats and all that. And it wasn't really a very exciting week other than the Niners continue to prove that they're legit. That's true. And they're a Super Bowl favorite. And that they might have the best defense in the league. The Patriots defense has been putting up a lot of insane yeah. numbers but i mean at the end of the day if we see the niners and patriots face off i ain't gonna lie to you i might pick the niners tom brady has looked a little too slow for me that's for my true. liking he's been bailed out by his defense yet again that's all i got I, I just love bashing on the patriots but that's really all i got i don't have a like i said it wasn't a very exciting week can you see brady and garoppolo super bowl That'd that that would be actually pretty crazy because they both you know garoppolo was his backup a few mm-hmm. years back but two honestly quarterbacks that are bailed out by their defense to know, be honest, they're, they're in a similar situation that's but true. yeah i mean it'd, it'd be pretty crazy it'd be to see pretty that. interesting or maybe a colts and 49ers super bowl i saw that like a patriots quarterback showdown that doesn't include brady yeah that people would lose their minds yeah if we could see a super bowl without brady that'd be nice that that would be very nice i'm not gonna lie anyway uh thank you for listening stay warm i know it's annoying that's tough mm-hmm. but roads are a little slick yeah just Figure it out. Figure it out. Figure it out. That's how we do. That's all you got to do.